Well, here we are at 142 Woodside again. We uh, almost had a bit of a kerfuffle out there, but I think it's been averted. Seems to be the training is trying to catch up to the actual job some days. But that's all right, because you always got good Canadians uh, trying to do their best. Um, trying to haul away whatever garbage the corporations left for them to clean up, I suppose. One way to look at it. Uh, I've come to the realization that my time here might be shorter than I thought. I was hoping to mount some kind of a front, uh, an actual, you know, resistance to the type of shit that I've seen here, uh, in order that the people on site most impacted could immediately, more or at least more immediately benefit from that resistance, but I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I think I'm going to have to go sort of incognito, clandestine, whatever you want to fucking call it, cloak and dagger it out from the woods. I might have to go to my own proverbial Sherwood Forest for a bit. And uh, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm lucky enough to have probably a couple of friends left. Um, and I can rely on to do that. In the meantime, I thought, well, why not broadcast again from uh, live from Woodside. Woodside! From the Woodside of Galt. Um, it's been fun so far. Um doing the research I've been doing. Fun, I mean fun in the sense that it's like you're living in the movie Event Horizon, which is getting worse and worse uh, at all times. The ship is just dying, fucking people are gouging their eyes out and stuff. It's terrible, but it's fun in the sense of at least, I don't know, at least I'm becoming aware of something that is real, that is not sustainable, and is in my the culture of my community, ingrained enough so that I can consider it a threat. There is a certain comfort to be taken after questioning one's own worth and value on such a human level. Being made to consider, it must be me. I must be damaged. I cannot do this job, and I have, yet I have exploited every piece of energy I had. I have given all my kindness and hard work ethic, and yet all I have seen pointed towards something else, something insidious, and yet I am not so delusional as to always immediately trust my own inclination toward pattern, um, because patterns do exist in things which are insidious, but they also exist naturally in nature. So uh, I try not to be too casual about what I believe I've seen or heard uh, and what it means in a larger systemic sense, especially because I've been wrong in, in my life about things. But this don't think I'm wrong about because there's way too many more validated people I think that I've encountered uh, that, that are also not wrong uh, and that they're saying this is a broad systemic thing that affects us globally, uh, um, nationally, uh, and uh, regionally, vis-a-vis you know, -vis various different ways. I mean, just look around. So I, I took a couple days away. I'm thinking on it too much because it really does overwhelm a person to to individually think of, of doing um, anything but keeping one's head down nowadays and, and working. I, I want to take head on the idea that a person no longer works when they resist something. I'd like to I'd like to take that head on because some of you people will be inclined to to see people who have been 
marred by a system and have decided to take the greatest chagrin with it, which evolves into the sacrifice of one's time, ingenuity, uh, strength, um, belief, and comfort in a system in order to resist it and to, to draw direct attention for your fucking sake, I'd hope, to, to, to a state of awareness to, to, to occur in which we might avoid the system overwhelming us even greater, in, in an even greater increment, I should say. So it might go without saying that anyone on that fence should get the fuck off of it pretty soon. Because when I, I have to encounter that, then I have to attack that, which would seek to throw uh, a sense of dismay or, or disdain uh, of, of others' views of, of what we're doing here, which is just to draw some attention to something that's really terrible. But to, to, to negate, to, 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 negate to, to even acknowledge the sacrifice that it takes in order to say, uh, well, I guess I'm fucked if I don't my own mind and conscience on this but to look around and see that those which throw shade upon you as those themselves who are not willing to do such a thing it says a lot about that kind of a, a negativity seems to me it would be someone more or less feeling shitty about not doing anything themselves and wanting to make me down as low as humanly possible on some kind of scale in their mind that would justify their continued apathy <clears throat> Which then to me says, why, why bother wasting more than five minutes and 38 seconds on that? So that's done. Um, yeah, and, and if any of you, you really want to debate that on a better level, maybe you should reach out. Cowards. Um, anyhow, so yeah, I was looking today at uh, exploiting some of my time uh, in order to focus on what others are doing. Uh, I think it, it goes without merit or point to... to to mention any housing resistance that, without mentioning this organization, ACORN, which is sort of the most, um, to, to broadly put it, the most all-encompassing one I've, I've encountered yet uh, in terms of uh, Canada being, you know, not necessarily the place for housing revolutions uh, to be well-established yet, uh, or resistances or whatever fucking word you want to use so that you don't uh, have to admit that a guy who curses and decides to speak however he wishes to can actually conceive of something larger uh, than himself. Um, yeah, we're in a bit of a bitter mood this morning. I don't like Mondays particularly anymore, any more than you do. Believe it or not, having been stripped of my uh, my job, having been essentially forced to squat or, or just go back out into the world and fend for some other job that I probably can't get now or, or some other apartment because I'm, on, I'm on, definitely on a do not fucking rent to list. And I know I'm on a couple of do not rehires because of my my sort of uh, natural inclination not to allow a corporation to turn me into a piece of shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, like, yeah, you can sit around and tell me that's the way the world is, but I, I think you're cowardly to uh, to tell me that that we can't change it. And Acorn uh, is just one of those organizations that just wants to change things on a level that I think is amazing and uh, that brings out a lot of anger in me because I know immediately what a bunch of white well-to-do or at least middle-class suburbanite entitled little things are going to say about that because you've had your cake and have been eating it for so long that you just think that's naturally the way things happen as a result of your hard work when the reality is you've also had the privilege of not having a million different things happen to you that have happened to others. Now, I've witnessed the difference in two different classes of people living in the same city long enough now to, to see pretty obviously and pretty blatantly 
that we are living in a class warfare system that will turn us all against whomever we see around us that is an othered group uh, at the drop of a hat now, because especially using uh, things, like, things like COVID as a fucking excuse. Like, you know, oh, I've got a mask on now. I might as well start talking smack about all the homeless people in the community. <laughs> yeah, because that's clearly them ruining the world. That's not your ass shopping for your fucking 700th dollar spent uh, that, that month at Walmart though, right? Hey, you fucking hypocrites. Hmm? Yeah? Yeah, I like that hypocrisy. It's delicious. Tastes good in my fucking crow pie. I'm baking for you. Anyway, I'll sit up here now today, try to talk about more about the, uh, the positives. I'll just look around. You know what it is? It's that social media fucking thing you do on the weekend when you're not focused on something that you're trying not to focus on, and then you just end up seeing, sadly, the reflection of a bunch of people marming at each other and just smarmily, uh, snarkily, just taking pot shot after pot shot after, like, you know, it's just so sad to watch all of you doing this in the middle of a pandemic. You could be you could be doing anything else but arguing about the shit that you're arguing about and, and taking pot shots at the, the weak of your society is even worse. I, I really, really would think you'd be wiping your fucking social media later on in life because I sure as shit won't be. <laughs> Which includes my calling your shit out, you know? Like, I, I gotta say, some of the greatest cowardice and greatest fucking uh, hypocrisy I've ever seen in my life has come from those who think that they still have some vestige of class above those who they see as below them. Uh, and it is only because I have come from such a fucking bullshit insight myself, or uh, perspective myself, uh, I suppose, that I, I feel so ah, anxious toward it and, and, and anxious to see it depleted because it, it, it just fucking blows my mind that I that I was like this, that these short-sighted battles seemed so important, that my own ego seemed more important than, than people. So I, I have to hold out hope that people will change and things will get better. In the meantime, uh, so there was a Hamilton strike, uh, and it was a rent strike, and it was in 2018, and I would like um, anybody who's interested in understanding the rate at which things go from bad to worse to look at Hamilton and to think about where you are in Cambridge, or, if you're living somewhere else, look at a place like Hamilton if it's not as bad or worse. Uh, if you're living somewhere worse, if you, if you live in Toronto, then don't look at Hamilton. This is it's like, oh, fuck, we could get worse. No, no, Toronto is like the litmus for where things will end up in 25 to 35 years. Tops for all places such as London, Hamilton, proper. A broader region will just be an amalgamation slower, but still, you know, between Skytrains and everything else, will we will be Vancouver by the time most of your grandkids are uh, debating whether it's even worth having children or just shooting themselves in the fucking face because we've made such a fucking mess of society that you will either have to be heartless and part of a, a one very, very privileged class or you'll just be down in the dregs. Uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to really like get changed when you're sitting around worried about the dystopias. So I think what Acorn does is amazing because they um, they manage to organize communities in such a way that it's uh, well, it's the, it's the communities themselves. And I suppose what that strikes the heart of what the what what, it, what gets done is it's more than just you know campaigns and protests. There is a, a board of people. Um, there is a vetting, uh, internal vetting, and internal, you know, self-knowledge of, of community that then allows you to protect something name by name, uh, person by person, case by case, rather than um, allowing us all to be clumped into these these very convenient uh, set of sets of assumptions about people who rent from places that are less, um, 
legislated and, and given less rights, fewer rights. Uh, it is it is fucking bizarre to me that we we have become okay with the idea that that we can label someone something, and then that justifies the treatment of those people. That thing which previously we would have seen more as a systemic uh, 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 something that would caution us not to treat people a certain way. It, it is as though we have become punishers, and by, and by punishment I mean uh, social purveyors of social justice, in which we want to see a world where everyone is either treated one way, where everyone is treated another, or where we say, no, this capitalistic system is perfect, I don't know what the fuck you're complaining about, get that boot up back on your neck, bitch. And that's pretty much where we're at. We have to choose between two worlds. And I feel like there is too much of a divide for us to become, for me to be comfortable with. I don't know about the rest of you, but like people being on the fence about Trump and, and, and fucking all this shit. This is all indicative to me of a culture where it's like, okay, it was way too many uneducated people that it's not their fucking fault if they continue to be uneducated. If the educated continue to ostracize them, both online and otherwise, from the fucking dialogue that is supposed to include them in its solution. You don't have to like people that you don't fucking feel like their philosophy includes everybody. But if you start treating them the way that they're treating those people, you're a fool to think that you're going to get anything different. And I like that Acorn works with, tries to work with the companies. I don't particular. That's not my particular modus operandi. I prefer to. St- I prefer to just get sued to high hell by them to destroy and to to throw any amount of cogs in, into them that I can through art. But I'm I'm not, you know, saying that that one thing will work. But what Acorn's doing is just it is one awesome star in the constellational galaxy of change. A massive one. I've considered the whole fucking Milky Way. <laughs> so you should check that out if you're looking to get involved directly in a way that is that is going to be able to say you'll be able to say at the end of the day, oh, but I'm part of this at least, and this will keep me alert, and this will allow me to help others the way I would like to be helped myself. I, I feel like it's very human aid inspired, and that's very much where my passion and, and I would put my bottom dollar of energy into uh, in the future. So, but obviously, I, I'm just the angry, ranty podcast ginger type. So, I'm, I'm gonna obviously say Acorn's awesome, I, you know. But uh, it's not, it's not where I'm gonna be putting my energy in fully, 100. percent But, but I'd like to work with them a lot. I'd like to help contribute whatever artistic merit I can to, to disseminating the knowledge that needs to be out there in all of us. Uh, because the more people who I think I think of every thousand people that you can illuminate, hey, this is do or die. You might get ten percent of people that actually give shit enough you know, about tomorrow. Maybe ten. I don't know. Maybe seven. Fuck, it could be worse. But at least we still live in a place where we're allowed to to be disappointed by the amount of people that we can manage to get interested in change and radicalization. Of, of legislation or whichever it is that you're seeking to change. At least we have that complaint, right? I suppose. I don't know. I mean, it's starting to get a little old. Well, at least we could, you know, you all got the right to, to, to hate this place. It's, you know, you just can't change it. It's like, eh, yeah, so that still sounds like slavery to me. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, as much as I would prefer to have been back out into the world by now, I, there's a part of me that just, I don't trust any companies anymore. I trust a place like Acorn. You know, I, I feel like I have to find a way now to to find a place where I can contribute my energy into a place of good and positive uh, uh, employment because I feel that I have now somehow, no matter what job I've chosen, no matter what place I've been in life, I've always, unfortunately, been too aware of the construction 
of, of systemic inhumanity uh, in what I've been doing. It doesn't matter if I'm working in a fucking grocery store or a fucking gas station. I can, I can just feel the death of, of humanity in what I, no matter what I'm doing. If it's, if it's wholly commercial, it seems, or capitalistic. But I don't think I initially felt that way because I don't think that this has been the age-old way of doing things. I think that... I think, honestly, that the things I learned later in school that I was not aware of when I was seeing them, it, it, it makes more sense. Uh, this this neoliberalistic embracing of, of a new hyper-form of capitalism in which this, the, the competitiveness itself becomes inherent in the philosophy of everything we do and are driven for, and it's so selfish and so self-driven that we don't even notice around us the erosion and corroding of all of the virtues of community, family, and otherwise anything that bonds us or binds us to, to each other, it seems, except for phones and, and other types of things. I'm not anti-technology, by the way, obviously. I, I just feel like if you're not using something in order to help change the physical world that in which that thing is being introduced for the better, then maybe you are the problem, not the tool. <laughs> uh, it's a poor, poor, poor baker or a poor carpenter or a poor butcher who blames their tools. Right, all right, and a poor professor blames her, their staff, their whatever. Uh, Anyhow, uh, we're almost twenty minutes in here now, so we're gonna take a little musical interlude, breakle. Um, today, what I'm gonna provide is uh, is actually just going to be like free off hand fun music that I just make as I go. Um, I tend to use Cross DJ, uh, which I paid for. Uh, it's a really cool app. It's really cheap, and you can throw two different decks together of your your stuff, uh, make mashups. I like it because you can introduce all sorts of effects at that point. You can change the filters. You can have fun with the speeds and tempos of everything of either deck. You can throw in a bunch of different like mixed mix mixes. Like you can do three different layers of this and then like throw together those two on the decks. Uh, I guess what I'm saying is it's it's linked also through SoundCloud and MixCloud, so it's just very nice, well organized, and I like the app a lot. It's very nice. A very nice. A very nice. How much? It's like that. That that nice. Um, okay. Also, I would suggest that everybody check out Acorn. A-C-O-R-N. It's very simple to spell. I think it's cute because acorns are central to the proliferation of more trees. And trees are essentially like us, but like these, these like trapped wooden souls of us. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I don't want to make it dark. Um, yeah, I would contact Acorn too as well. If you have issues where you feel like as a building, um, as a community, um, you are being marginalized or, or forced to endure the type of treatment that only a multinational corporation can bestow upon a human with a smirking little snarky bullshit phrase of thank you, come again. Um, and I would fucking destroy, destroy uh, any information that you find. Just like bring it all into yourself. Destroy that out of your knowledge. I would also, um, for anybody who does feel that they have been wrongly... Uh, wrongly or inhumanely treated by one of these companies uh, as staff, I would, I would seek ways in which you become knowledgeable and versed in the Human Rights Tribunal. You have about a year from, uh, from whatever physical, temporal moment you can define as, as the actual act or accumulation of them. For me, it's my firing. But um, if you look into it, yeah, you only have a year, but you can, uh, if you make it a human rights issue um, immediately, I feel that it, I feel, that if enough people do that, that it should draw the proper attention and ire of the proper government organizations to say, hey, eventually. I mean, it is an election time, so it might be a good time if you, if you feel like this is systemic, it's gone on too long, 
they want to blow a whistle or two now now in my opinion would be the, the best time to do it although i suppose sitting in a kitchen where i have no longer my family or job or any security and i fear for my i fear for the, my my very few possessions every time i leave my home at night under cover of darkness so that i don't uh, attract too much attention or have them change the locks and i suppose from my perspective maybe it doesn't seem like it was a good idea but 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 <laughs> You have to think bigger picture, I think, at a time like this in history, and I'm trying to think bigger picture. For me, this is exactly what I needed to do to be able to sleep at night, whether it is outside underneath the fucking stars in the summer because I don't have a place anymore, or, or, or like what, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, I can't not be able to sleep with that one last part of me that felt human because I felt like at least I'm not a Nazi. And I'm not going to do this where I go into fucking Occam's Razor with you and fucking going down this hole. You know I'm a person of extremes. And if you don't know that, you didn't listen to a piece of my arc before you came on this podcast, then I apologize. But yeah, I don't I don't really dally with, uh, with, with spicing things up for you. Okay? If this is the world around me, maybe you live in a different world. I would imagine if your world is worse, then you, your first inclination would be like, shut up and enjoy what you have. But the truth is, I don't think that I can. I don't think it's okay for like I'm, I'm just one of those people now something happened throughout this whole thing i don't know what it is exactly it bothers me that you know that i don't know <laughs> what 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 these sensations are but I, I insist to you i have not become some religious crazy person nor have i adopted some self-help philosophy as though it were it were the secret to life no i i just have slowly parsed through my fucking decisions over over life as to what i'm okay with living with and slowly over the years i've noticed a lot of you are, are okay with living with things i'm just definitely not you know, uh, I, I find my, my culture wasteful in the West. I find it it's particularly ironically snarky in, in, in the, uh, the central regions of Canada, where they're supposed to be the center of like, in Canada. Uh, but I, I found love in, in distant people, in distant landed people, and in, in small groups enough to say, well, it's still my country. I still love it. I still love the people, even if I think some of them are idiots. Doesn't matter. They're worth more to me than numbers on paper that are money. In, uh, in some already affluent person's goddamn uh, extra fucking, you know, boat fund. I'm sorry, I just, you know, hyper-capitalism didn't do it for me. And uh, for a lot of you, you would, you would only soon, too soon want to suck at the same teeth as those po- folks, then I guess to, to you, I am some sort of yuppie, quasi-socialist uh, type. I, but really, I'm more of an anarcho, if, if, if I had to be honest. Like, Kropotkin probably makes more sense to me than Marx. Because Marx still holds the idea that that communism can actually t- get rid of enough capitalism that it can rule the world. They can't. Neither, neither can. N- neither of them is ever going to vanquish the other. But anarchy. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I just think philosophically, does it really matter what I believe as long as I believe in, uh, I don't know, like like all of you, you know, having a future in, in, in cities where you aren't, <laughs> you know, one broken arm or one, uh, you know, whatever away. From, from being destitute and forced to essentially compete for scraps at the bottom. Is this the world, really, that you wish to argue for by simply saying there's nothing that can be done? I, I don't know, that just lacks ingenuity, it lacks vision, it lacks any real concern, therefore I would probably wouldn't consider your opinion when it comes you know, through as ultra-negative uh, toward any change. I wouldn't really consider it much more than a, with a grain of salt because you have essentially already said you never thought anything was going to work other than this anyways. So, to all you naysayers and all you haters, well, here's some music for you naysaying hate. 
And uh, we'll be back uh, live from the kitchen of Desolate. And uh, yeah, we'll see what, what happens after that, I suppose. I don't know. I could be dragged out. Uh, it could be dragged out in the middle of the street, for all I know. That's probably a pretty good chance that's going to happen at some point. I, I think that when I go, I'll go out singing show tunes, my, my dears. I don't know why. I didn't really ever like show tunes, but it just seems like the time to embrace things you didn't originally like, you know? And with that, I'll give you some music to pretend that you like, because you want to seem like you're hip and cool. <laughs> that's why I made it. Uh, okay, this one, Wixie, live. Uh, it's around... 11 a.m. and uh, it is a Monday. Fucking Monday. Fuck out Monday. And we are 25 minutes into our regularly scheduled to be about an hour, hour and a half podcast. And I'm going to drop you some knowledge now of the audio musical kind. And hopefully you'll be here when I uh, get back. And chapter side verse. Taking that GCI train bridge and worse, I recrossed it dressed. Dressed for my coke curse. What's worse, being willing to die or dying first before real ceilings? I want the horn, the night I go in my cheap bed. I insist I want to go hard. I have lived in a scream. I have lived in a scream and called it interface. But I won't, it's an easy game If it came down to it I'll never consent to be filmed For the purposes of this commercial universe It's, I'm just fine Purpose of a lady bumping elbows I'll never have to see again in my time Better off in resistance I merit like and still like Remodian sarcastic is the real definition of sunkiss cynicism And you have little but the choices of listening, denouncing, I never wanted a fucking thing. And piracy, cheap drugs, they gave me everything I had, and I still own it. Every night I write, every night I write of the high jinx I know make me less in sync and less instinct and less the cursed gambler. And it's true, all the men you knew were dealers, but I am after seeing through, being repetitive, mimicry toy and who, but anyone. I spent my whole goddamn life saying nah, 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 and you hear I am holding, if ever tangentially, to the thread of white silk and bread, and I burn it, eventually we all learn it, I burn it, oh don't you fool me, leper, I know you, cheetah, I know you, red, held over at the wheel, I know the body seats, so, and I respect you, even if nobody else does, I respect you at the end of the night, Vickers. You still wear shit from 97 and shit You'd still be wearing it if you could You were a non-compliant soldier or worker on each side But cause honestly dude you just wanted to want it You just wanted to write You were a contradict, a douche, a spastic asshole, yeah And yet still my friends, this man is here Was one of us pure and simple Could no longer handle his obsolete and highway Worship's good, he's on your side anyway. I hereby confess everything you got on me, and then some, and then some. I have for years harbored my own fears. Like Hollywood spoilers, I don't want to shed a tear. I am a self that is some fucking heavy shit right here. Right on the left. Fucking right. 
Thank you.